0: and it's exciting to just simply continue expanding the ability to listen and the clarity from it and it's just all these discoveries of oh that's what this is about oh and here's the bigger picture oh and here's the bigger picture and um in in such a gentle way where there's nothing to achieve with it yes
1: you're just hearing and listening and learning
0: because that's what's available.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you've got to be present and you've got to be in the right mindset or the right place to listen. Because it's so yeah. easy for that stuff to pass you by and you miss it.
0: Yeah. What's, so what's the right mindset? Like, what do you mean? Open.
1: I've, yeah. I found myself recently in a very calm, still waiting place and i don't waiting i'm not nothing in particular but it's a case of all of the stuff that i've learned and has experienced is all there ready to be touched and taken no problem but i also know there's so much more Mm. and so for me the place to be is just here
2: Mm.
1: and see what presents itself and be in that place to to hear it because sometimes it can be very subtle it can be something quite small and you think it's insignificant and like you said you look back and go oh my god that's what that was all about so yeah i I, i really get that
0: it's funny too isn't it sometimes where the things that that seem really insignificant still come with this feeling of well i know it's like why am i paying attention to that and the mind says oh no 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 that's nothing blah 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 but there's still this feeling about it, like, huh, huh. And I think the more, um, courageously, I think we are willing to not know the answers and to not know what it's all supposed to mean and to just say like, all right, well, that happened next, you know, that that's when we're available to feel the, the little tap on the shoulder that says, Hey, pay attention to this tiny itty bitty little thing. Don't worry about what you're going to do with it. Just notice that that happened. You know? Yeah. And, um, it's, yeah, it's the most fun ever to be in that game.
1: And I think you said something very powerful there, which I am very guilty of and that's trying to make sense of everything straight away. is trying to go oh that's because bar and that yeah that ties in with that and it's okay you can do that there's no problem but you might find then a week 10 weeks a year down the line you go oh actually that wasn't that and if you i jump too quickly i miss because i've gone down a pathway and i don't see the nuances that are out there
0: yeah totally because you go down the path of oh yeah i know this i got this it's yeah. something, um, something familiar. So I'm running with it, mm-hmm. and you know that's why people, you know, and lots of other teachers talk about, uh, and and guides and coaches and healers and everybody's talking about. You know, you stay in the unknown, let mm-hmm. yourself live in the unknown rather than the familiar. Um, but it just it it takes a little bit of experience to do that. It takes some courage in it. It takes diligence. It takes commitment.
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. I found through my experiences, starting years back now, it always seems the universe throws me something that can be quite amazing, Yeah. but it's like, right, I've shown you that now move on. And it's never a place of stay in that and don't try and do that again. You don't need to see that again. You've got it up there, now move on. And that's happened so many times.
0: And it's so hard for humans, you know, (laughs) bless our hearts. Our little (laughs) minds are like, whoa, I figured it out. This is awesome. I'm going to make it happen again and again and again. And we get all, you know, proud of our party tricks. And and really, like you just said, the answer is, hey, good job. Now Now move on.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I so agree because it, there's been some awesome experiences I would so love to do again just because I really enjoyed them. Yeah. No way, just <laughs> won't happen. And I've got to that mindset now, fine, thank you very much, I've really, and I can remember them, the ones that are really awesome, it's like yesterday, so I'm never going to lose that, so I don't need it, but it, so often it's 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 almost like a slap around the face, it's like, right, you've got that, Psh, Go. okay okay i've got the message
0: (laughs) i love it um i've been having lots of conversations lately about intuition you know and
1: oh uh, lovely yeah
0: and letting the conversation open up like what is it the big question of how do you trust it and um what you're what you're talking about right now of like that happened now move on is so so pertinent when we're you know, do, using our intuitive ability with the animals or with each other for ourselves, you know? Um, and so the, the place that this conversation keeps bringing me back to is the clarity that your, um, you, the intu- intuitive capacity and intuitive information isn't asking us to get it right. Like correctness is not the mm. point of intuitive mm. information. Yeah, intuitive information presents to help you take the next step in the direction you'd like to be going. Right. And it whereas if you're trying to achieve something, then achievement asks for correctness. Like I, I have this goal. I want to achieve this goal. It must look like this. It must have these parameters. So there is going to be correctness there. And that's how most of us were taught. Right. But into intuitive capacity, communication, connection, creation, isn't really asking for correctness.
1: No, it's asking you to listen. And I think the two other things that for me come in there are integrity and authenticity, because yeah. you get the intuition and instead of, like you're saying, it has to be correct. But even if you haven't got a goal in mind, or, you know, I, I need to achieve something, if you take the next step in the best possible way you can that's all anybody can ask and if 10 seconds later you you learn that next bit of information that's fine you didn't know it 10 seconds ago and i think it's a really useful tool to have to not beat yourself up because it's so easy to look back and go oh god i should have done it like that but you didn't have the answer you didn't have that information you didn't have that knowledge so the intuition is that that guide to the the next step and it's to not be afraid to take it because you don't know have all the knowledge
0: right because the moment you take the next step there will be the next opening of intuitive guidance or the next feel or the next feel what whatever it might be you know but yeah the the not being afraid is a tall order
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, not it. Oh. <laughs> yeah it, it is because we judge ourselves and we feel judged mm-hmm. and this is where you know your teaching of no judgment that's a, that's come into so much of my life mm-hmm. now very strongly you know from following on from what you've taught in that the, the course i did with you <laughs> amazing <laughs> don't get it all the time oh no but um you (laughs) uh, and me both sister like try but don't always succeed um but it's so powerful because then this is where you're talking about the ease and the quietness all of that jumble is gone because Mm -hmm. you don't have to think oh that's right or that's wrong it just is Mm -hmm. and it's appropriate or not for you end of yeah so I I, I it's Sorry, you know, just find it very powerful.
0: Yeah, there's and there's a, a feeling to it, there's a presence. Like, this is why I love the word the absence of judgment. Like, like feeling the absence of something is a different bit of guidance than saying don't judge.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and y- yes, it's subtle, but it's huge at the it's same huge. time. It's huge because one is a, the don't judge is, if you like, a command. Which then you feel I've got to do it or not, but absence, as you said, is a feeling. Yes. There is it is not there, so I don't have to do anything. It's just I yes. step into that, so it's easier in that respect.
0: Yeah, and it's a, an acknowledgement that the that it already exists. You know, mm-hmm. how yeah. many people say, "Oh, it's a, it, it, everybody's going to judge, Carrie." You know, it's impossible to not judge and you know okay it's you know uncommon (laughs) but but to offer the vocabulary and offer the suggestion the creation of the absence of whatever you find yourself in conflict with you just created the space to potentially discover it and experience it you know like even when, when we tune into our own bodies and, and just consider this phrase and the, the, creation of the absence of conflict, it doesn't mean you're responsible for all the details and making conflict stop. It means yeah. you, you've just given yourself the gift of the existence of the absence of conflict. And uh, once, yeah, once you acknowledge that,
1: like it exists. Yes, exactly. You've created it. And I think the very important word you said there was space, creating the space because so much of this, this work, this time we're in is about creating that space of a, where to step into. So with the intuition, it's what is my next step? What space am I creating to go forward? And then, as you said, it could be a, a an absence of conflict, an absence of judgment, but allowing yourself to do that. And I think when you step into that with integrity, doing it the best way you can, that's all you can ask of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The awareness, right? This is me. This is how I roll.
1: Mm. Here's my
0: current awareness. Let's go. Yeah. and And more and more too, it's becoming so evident that the knowing why I do what I do is so valuable. And that can be scary too. It asks (laughs) some people to realize that why they do what they do is for domination and control, you know, and that can be scary to look at. But in the absence of judgment, I can say, Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm trying to manipulate this situation because I'm scared. Look at that. Not that I would have ever done that.
1: (laughs) Me neither, of course. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs>
0: no, you and I accepted,
1: <laughs> of course. There, there's my halo, and it's just slipped around here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, um, because we are going to be sharing this with other people, would you introduce yourself? <laughs> because we just dive, we just dove right in, and um, and so I'll just say, this is my dear friend and colleague Kathy Price, and she lives in the UK and does work with um, bringing people to horses and i i don't know maybe other animals as well um but to yes. assist and facilitate intuitive capacity clarity you you take it from there please <laughs> uh,
1: yes um i'm a scientist by training so for many years it was um unless you can measure it prove it and explain it don't come near me thank you very much and then about 20 years ago my horse took me to a horsemanship clinic where everything changed overnight literally How so long my ago? work 20 years okay. nearly yeah about yeah nearly 20 years and that was my previous horse um and literally overnight over that weekend everything changed my whole outlook on everything it was I describe it as a spiritual experience, as a way of explaining it. But it was like my brain got turned around. I don't know what, but that was the turning point. So it led me down a path into healing modalities. And the only reason I went down there was because I read in a book, which fell open on a page in a bookshop, hey, hey, um, (laughs) describing what some people experience when they have a Reiki attunement. And it basically was an exact description of what I'd experienced at the horse clinic. And I just wanted more. Complete self interest. That was it. But I did the three levels, I really enjoyed Reiki, but I kept searching and I did more modalities. So I've ended up now um, with my own work, which is the sum of all my parts. I'm a farmer's wife, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm now a grandmother. Um, Plus, I've done all of the healing modalities i've studied non-stop practically for since that clinic studying consciousness and healing and uh, psychic ability you name it just information 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 and i've got to this point now where it's sort of distilled itself into what i call the point of balance because my belief is that when every system from a single cell to multi complex us, whales, whatever. The innate want of the system is to be in balance because that's the easy place. That's where everything works and at every level. So, we're talking physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. So, my work is to try and help people, horses, and other animals find that point of balance because, in that point of balance, reminding them where it is, that's how they step in back into health. And so, I i wish i had a scientific explanation my little brain would really like a scientific (laughs) explanation but there isn't one so i have to go with that um i work distance i know when i first started doing energy work when somebody said to me oh you'll be you know you can do distance it was like no Brain can't cope with that, just but it's turned out that the majority of my work is distance. I work with horses and people all over the world, sort of Australia. I'm in Wales in the UK. And so I love this work because it's so simple and it can be so powerful. I can't guarantee anything because it has to be appropriate for the horse or the person or whoever I'm working with. But horses are such a joy to work with. Because they're in that moment, they don't judge you, they don't think this cannot work. I've read the science book, it's, it's <laughs> right. they just go, Oh, that feels really cool. And some of the stuff again, the universe has brought me these beautiful horses that they've done some amazing stuff, and it's nothing to do with me. I'm the catalyst, the facilitator. I i don't sort of direct what needs to happen, they know I don't. That's why I prefer I gotta, not I to jump
0: I have to jump in there though. A lot of people who do this work and are healers will say it's, it's not to do with me. They know what they need. They're the ones that, that direct, but I need to take exception to that (laughs) because if we keep it really, really simple, why is it you on the phone and not someone else? I
1: understand that. The answer I'd give to that is from my perspective, Anybody can do this, okay? okay? And I know there was one modality that I, I worked with. They taught four-year-olds and they picked it up like that and they ran with it because there's nothing there. But so I agree that technically anyone with working 10 fingers, 10 fingers that work could become a concert pianist. Yes. Many don't. No. So I, I do believe it's my calling. It's my my um, path to do this. And I I obviously have an aptitude for it. it's, it's something that excites me and, and I grasp, but at the same time, what I think I'm trying to say is that I can't make anything heal. I can be the clear facilitator, the clear satellite, what, whatever you want to call it, but I can't make anything happen. So for me, that's fine. I'm the clear, the clear conduit. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: But then I have to leave it open.
0: Yeah. Thank you for articulating that because it is, um, it's vital, especially going forward in creating new space for humanity and for humanity to live in. Um, and I think the scientific word is homeostasis
1: within yeah, yeah.
0: themselves and and in harmony with life. We have to include ourselves in that. And there's a difference between you know just a humility of saying I'm happy to help. And an egoic, you know, just not malicious, but an underhanded egoic approach that says, no, 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 it's, it's just not me. I'm nothing. The energy is everything. And I take exception to that because human individuals are not nothing. Your uniqueness is the one that brought you right to where you are because you are the window, the conduit that can see what wants to be seen so that it can move and change in that horse's yeah. body, in the psyche, um, in the energetic field. And it's, it's, um, it can be a really scary place to go for a lot of people to um, welcome forward their own uniqueness, the feeling of their own uniqueness, the experience of it without judging it. Because we learn so much to put ourselves down before yeah. somebody else can.
1: Yeah, that's attack is the best form of defense, yeah yeah um, and I think that again you're what you're bringing into that is to be authentic to yourself you know the authenticity of you y- whatever you do if you do it from your heart in the best possible way you're being the authentic you mm-hmm. you're you're not hiding part of you or you're not pretending to be somebody else I am me it's taken me a long time to sort of be able to step forward and go, I do this weird, this weird stuff, this (laughs) woo-woo stuff, okay, and I know the world is getting more and more open to it day by day, it expands, and you know, you can see more people uh, interested in it, but there was a long time when it was, unless I've got a scientific explanation for this, I really have got to keep this under wraps, because it's just not, but I have stepped into it, this is me, take it or leave it, you know, (laughs) yes, I do this stuff, So yeah, I really get what you're saying there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's just when humans stop excluding themselves from the love that is life, then we can actually have a greater effect through our heart, through the animals we touch. And and we can hear the animals that much more clearly because like horses are not asking us to make ourselves less than you know they're not saying oh you piddly humans we got this long ago it's still the ego it's still the human ego projecting onto yeah. the horses right so um i would love to hear you talk about you know there's um, all of the equine assisted paradigms are getting bigger 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 whether it's mm-hmm. you know working with um people in prison working with uh, disabled people personally I'd love I'd love to create a center working with anybody who shows up with no label uh, you know whether they're you know abled or disabled or whatever if your heart calls you there let's go you know um, yeah but can you share your insights about why that has developed so strongly over the last 20-30 years and do you, do you look at how that might grow and how the connection with horses might continue to benefit humanity as people continue to wake up?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got no personal experience using the, the horses in therapy personally, but I, the way I see it is that horses are always congruent. They're present. They're in the moment. And so anybody who comes to them with, I'm going to call it baggage, whatever, you know, emotional, um, psychological, whatever, they they sense that straight away. And so I think most people who um, own a horse or have been around horses know that if they walk into a paddock or go to ride their horse, and on the outside they're going, Yay, Dobbin, yay, this is a lovely day, and inside they're going, Oh God, I've got this and that, that horse will start reacting because it knows we aren't congruent so i think the horse's place becomes so important um, because they're so present they've got no agenda they don't need to prove anything to us they are just there they are it's been said they are our mirror and that is true that they if you come to them with a, a certain energy that's not comfortable they'll express it at the same time, if you come to the, with an energy where they, I don't want to anthropomorphize here, but if you, you know, somebody goes to them upset, um, lonely, whatever, whatever emotion you would to put there, but not a, an angry emotion, the horses can feel that. And again, not every horse will respond in the same way because they all come from their different backgrounds as well. Yeah, and that deep. will affect, Exactly, that will affect the way that they um, react or interact with the human, with the person. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, their power is their presence, and I say that in every sense of the word: their mm-hmm. physical presence, right, as well as their emotional presence, their energetic presence. Um, you know, I'm very much on the energy. I love energy and con- energy and connection are about my two favourite words in that respect because it is all about there is no barrier between us and them if you boil it down there's nothing we're just vibrating energy and they vibrate a different energy to us otherwise we could put our hands in them and things like that so we're always connected and it's it's that connection they pick up and they can work with if we allow it and if the person can be still and see and that's, again, no judgment on them. I mean, as I said, I've not worked within the actual industry, uh, you know, within the equine facilitated um, world in that respect. But I've been around horses enough to know their power and their... how much they can do for us. Yeah. yeah. And that's not taking from them. From my perspective, it's always a matter of a joint conversation. That it's not, I don't expect you to heal me, right. in that respect, or to, you to heal somebody else. It's may we share, may we be in the same space, may we just let this flow between us, and then you can see the effect.
0: I love it, and it just circles right back to um, self awareness. Really, it, a human willing to be aware of themselves can have a much can have a, a pretty gentle time of it if they put themselves in the presence of horses Mm -hmm. and are willing to be aware of themselves. I mean, there is a profound simplicity to it. Presence is really, really simple. And I think it's so simple that people's minds try to complicate it because that's what we were taught. You know, we were all taught that science is the way and (laughs) I love science. Don't get me wrong. Science has helped me noodle my way through a whole lot of stuff about this world, right? But it was always the presence, like you're saying, exactly like you're saying, it was the presence of the animals themselves that produced the, the feeling in my body that never wavered. It, for me, it was the feeling of home, the feeling of true. And I'm not gonna, I'm not saying, I'm deliberately not saying the word truth, it's mm-hmm. not the feeling of truth. It was the feeling of true. Like if I'm, if I follow that feeling, it takes me more into things that are true and then yeah. I can keep going. And yes, it, that's such a, t- such an important distinction. Yeah.
1: The true and the truth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause the, the truth is like an achievement. Like, Oh, yes. I got it. I I'm the master of everything now. I know the it's truth. The definitive. Oh, like it, yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: But if you're just tuning yourself and and looking for the feeling, not a definition, but the feeling of true. Aha, true. Okay, this is what I feel. The responses around me match what I feel. We're going in that direction. It's true. And this is how horses are when they're given the opportunity to be natural. They're feeling their way through the world. and, And they're highly social creatures. Like... Their sense of safety comes from relationships with those around them, because Mm -hmm. everybody's interested in the same thing, which is clarity, true, and wellness, homeostasis. Mm
2: -hmm. When you
0: have a group of social creatures that are all making a priority of of the same thing, which could be wellness and homeostasis, then everybody's got your back and you know it because you can feel it. Yeah.
1: And I think that's an important thing as well, that you that shared energy. Yeah. So in these this day and age we're in at the moment, you know, people are feeling very frustrated and sad and all of these things. And bl- bl-
0: bl- I, blissfully understated, but yes, please
1: go ahead. Yes. I know, I know, I know. I don't want to dwell on the negative too much. <laughs> but it it's I, I sort of did a little post a while ago and it was about totally understanding the situation but putting out gratitude and love right. because what's the difference i always i always have a real difficulty when and i understand there are people who are, have anxiety and depression you know that there are clinical signs and everything but if you're a sort of a, a person just struggling along through your life and you have a choice that you are able to make the choice between oh it's such a hard life and isn't it a lovely day? Mm. I, I can't see why not to go to the positive because on so many levels, it affects your whole biochemistry. It raises that and raises your immune system. Apart from the fact the energy we put out mm-hmm. and you know, what you were saying then is it's the energy we project that can affect the next person can affect the community. So all of those horses who are sitting in the moment in wellness looking for that homeostasis they support each other in that pain because that energy is resonating between them and that's where humans can do it between themselves without the horse Uh, we've all walked into a room and gone "Ooh, not too sure about this place and that's just us picking up that energy so yeah i think um, sitting in wellness sitting in gratitude sitting in love costs nothing totally easy to do and the effects are can be amazing yeah and it does it takes
0: experience i mean i just have to acknowledge it like you were saying it it's been a long road that you've been playing with this stuff and finding yourself and um welcoming yourself accepting yourself embodying all of this and you know me too my my journey started in infancy and Mm. so it's i think f- it's important to acknowledge on one hand it takes time mm. but only because we measure our world according to time i had this awesome experience like the last couple of days yeah where i was um doing doing all my own work and and doing my best to see where my psyche is at what i still bring up, you know, what I'm, what I'm still a little addicted to stuff like that. (laughs) And I had the most wonderful experience of recognizing a total absence of time, like recognizing that when I was 13 and 14, all of these really difficult things happened. And I made decisions back then that said, that's it. I'm, I am never, well, very literally when I was 16, I decided I'm never going to create again because it, it wasn't good for me back then. I felt very, yeah. pers- very persecuted for being light and thinking life was beautiful. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay. And, yeah.
0: And in the self-defense, I made a decision and stuck it in my subconscious that said, that's it. I'm not creating, I'm too mad at you people. I'm too mad at humanity, Mm -hmm. right? I was really mad at humanity and I was pissed off that I was one of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Didn't want to be bunched together with
1: that lot, no. Oh
0: no, it was horrible. Um, And so the last few days I've been like revisiting all of that and recognizing like, it's hard to put into words, right? Mm. But the, the continuity of that happened then, and here I am today, decades later, and I can address it today as as if it were, st- I can still feel it, as if it were happening. Yeah. And you can just sort of collapse and bring those two things, you know, today's awareness and 16-year-old memory awareness. Yeah. You can bring them to the same spot. And and make a new choice, make a new decision, make, have a new awareness about why it happened and where it came from and what was the hurt. And it's not hurting anymore and we can do it differently now. And it's a, um, it's a natural innate ability within us when we're willing to feel, when we're willing to acknowledge what we actually feel rather mm-hmm. than judging that we shouldn't, I should be yes. over this by now.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right? Pe- people would find me to be much more professional if I didn't have any issues, stuff like that. <laughs> when, when really the truth, the truth of it is, this has been my experience. Look at the tools we have now. Let's actually use them Use them and create, yeah. create the space for something new. You
1: know? Yeah. I think, I think that's, it's interesting because I've found myself now when I I'm going to call it an issue an emotional, something kicks up immediately. I look back only because I know it's rooted somewhere back there mm. that there, you know, I mean, you know, this better than anyone, but we bring forward a pattern of what we learned then, which was appropriate for the five year old, for the seven year old. And we just run that pattern, run that pattern. So what you're saying there where you can bring that forward now and go, okay, that's what was happening then. I so understand that all of these incidents through my life, all this timeline, that's why. And I'm in this position now to go, totally okay. That was fine. You're quite within your rights to do that. There's no problem. Just don't need to do it anymore. So the same sort of thing. And I understand you are collapsing your timeline. You're bringing that point to this point. Mm -hmm. And so you're healing your past. Mm -hmm. you're getting rid of all of that angst and i know they they say you can heal previous generations because you're getting rid of that energy that you'll bring forward with you you're just healing it backwards if you like
0: yeah well and that's that's the thing about no uh stepping out of time Mm. and like putting this idea of stepping out of time right next to this uh, this thing we know and call presence, right? And this, the, the thing of the present moment where animals undisturbed are a hundred percent of the time simply because they aren't creating thoughts that take them, you know, on a tangent. Right. (laughs) Um, but this is, I think this is one of the gifts, one of the greatest offerings of animals and nature, is the existence of a harmony and a natural homeostasis simply because it exists like there's no, like you said there's nothing to prove there's nothing to earn it's just this is how it looks when it's undisturbed by yeah. a suggestion that it should be better yeah. for this or that or for me or because i want more profit or 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 yeah. or, 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 or uh, yeah hard to not go on to tangents on that one. But um, yeah, I think this creating, I mean, a lot of why I wanted to have these conversations and share these conversations is to give people, plant seeds and give people food for a thought about, mm. you know, we do have opportunities to create going forward from here. Who am I really? And what would I like to create going from here? And where would I create it from? Do I want to create it from saying, you know, this guy's bad and this guy's good, so I'm going to go out with a whole new sword and shield and get in another fight f- for this guy or against that guy? Or do we want to just say, hmm, nature's on to something here. Mm. How can I include myself in that?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we, use such a good point, that we, society modern society um, you know can't think of the wording but the we separate ourselves we are always above controlling and i always say and i've said for so long the most evolved people on this planet are the aboriginal tribes mm-hmm. because they work within harmony within their environment they're adapted to they know not to take too much they know how they can live in in um you know, environments like deserts and the cold and things like that, because they've just adapted to it and they accept what's there they don't need. And I don't know whether what we're going through at the moment, you know, everyone's talking about what's going to happen. Is it going to change people's mindset? I do hope that it, this shows people a way forward where we don't need so many things Mm. that we we can, and we, we fit in to society in a better way and society fits into the world in a better way. Yeah, it's a big project, a big statement. But I think if we all act individually, and it's not a matter of, okay, I'm going to go and live under a tree uh, and eat grubs or anything like that. No, as you said, we we know we know who we are. We have our authenticity, we have our our knowing ourselves and we all have this place in this world with amazing talents to bring forward but can we do it together instead of fighting against each other? I think that's the thing.
0: Yeah. And there's another point too, that people will say, Oh, and and again, people have said to me over and over, it's emblazoned in my head. Okay, Carrie, that's really great, but you're not going to get everybody to think that way. Right? So, I mean, it begs the question, do we need everybody? To think the way and talk the way you and I are right
1: now. Uh, I think we just need a critical mass, because um, and I know you're familiar with the work of HeartMath, yeah. who have the sensors, you know, the Global Coherence Initiative with the sensors around the world, which mm-hmm. show a change to an ordered pattern when there's massive emotion within the world. Right. That's your, you know, for the naysayers there you are you have a massive emotional shift within the world and it affects what goes on in the in the environment in the atmosphere in the electromagnetic fields so i've my way of thinking is you don't need to go and preach at people change yourself that's all you need to do and the more people that can make that little bit of a shift into a different mindset of love and gratitude and it's not you know people go oh it's hippy dippy shit you know it's not you can c- work in your everyday world be it finance or or you know doctors in the shop and still step into that gratitude and love and that projects onto the next person you make that person's world that little bit better that moment and, and then the they exactly space in time exactly Exactly. So for me, I totally get it. You know, you're not going to convince everyone. But when you get the more, the mass of people shifting into that mindset, into that energy, that's when yeah. big changes happen.
0: Yeah. And there, there's something to be said for purity of it, too. You know, when people are, are absolutely, truly willing to embody that um, harmony, to know themselves truly at the highest frequencies that that they can achieve. And there there's a commitment to that, that it speaks to a, a, a purity that has a volume to it. It has mm. a resonance to it, as opposed, you know, just by way of contrast, to say somebody who's got one foot in and one foot out, and he says, well, I'll, I'll play with gratitude as long as I'm happy with my world. But yeah. if yeah. the temperature yeah. gets too yeah. hot, then I'm out, you know, yeah. or yeah you know, if my boss yells at me, I'm yelling back or whatever, you know, reserving the right to be in conflict. That's cool. You know, moments of, of actual shift in frequency change everything, but the, the purity and the consistency and the willingness to bring, to, to walk with awareness as with that, Uh, harmony as a priority that speaks to a purity that um vibrates out and and the people who are doing that find each other it it just happens you know people will say oh there's so few people doing it yeah but those few people find each other so that you know you're not alone and i mean i'm totally speaking from experience you know i spent the first 30 years or more of my life Going, I can't be the only one. I can't possibly be the only one. It makes no sense <laughs> yeah. that I would be the only one. You know, and yeah. I met some people that taught me <sighs> and opened my my eyes here and gave me vocabulary and taught me, you know, got, got me started, but I still wasn't feeling the purity until mm-hmm. until I did, you know, and yeah. then boom, all sorts of doors open. And, and for a lot of people, I think animals can be a doorway to that because it's really scary for a lot of people. And yeah. that that's the point for me of, of having the conversations about the animals because so many people will open their hearts in the presence of animals, but not humans. So let's yeah. honor that too, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I think that's such a beautiful thing because it's the practice in every sense of the word that when they're with their animal, with a dog or a cat or the horse, they can be themselves. And I've always said, I'm so lucky, honored, grateful I have got now so many people I can be myself with it's just what you're saying I couldn't be the only one I don't think I ever sort of really went through that phase but I just knew that I had to keep a cap on what I said mm. I couldn't truly be me because mm. I was and part of it was fear they just like go yeah right ta-da. Um, but also I just I couldn't go there but now I, yourself included, you know, that I can I've got this wonderful array of people. And like you said, they appear. They just appear out of nowhere. It's, oh, you're another one. Oh, there's another one. Oh, you know that one as well. Oh, this is amazing, you know. And the group just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. But I going back to your point with the animals, totally. Because they feel safe in the presence of the animal. They that they don't feel they're going to be judged by the animal. The animal itself is radiating out. That beautiful love, presence, here, now, nothing else. No, as you said, no tangent, no agenda. And so you pick up on that, resonate with that. And that is the place where you can get used to being in it. And then the next step is stepping outside the front door. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So I I want to ask you to talk a little bit, please, about, you know, you're a farmer's wife. You you Mm -hmm. have sheep. (laughs) and so how with this level of clarity and awareness about animal sentience and um who they are how can you be a farmer like what, really, what is your relationship yeah. mm-hmm. with the
1: animals it's a really good question because i started farming uh, we've been married what 35 years so it was before the shift if you like the awake thing i've always had an affinity to animals i mean i wanted to be a vet that was sort of my goal and didn't quite get the grade. so there we go um but the way i i um look at with the animals is gratitude first and foremost is is respect and gratitude so for me um this is my mindset and i totally understand that people out there who who Wouldn't accept it, and I've got no problem with that at all. You know, everybody has got their right to their own way of looking at it. But as a livestock farmer, those animals are treated with respect and gratitude when they're with us. They give up their lives so we live. Okay, I know there are other ways of doing it, but that is the way we've chosen, and in so doing, we honour them in the sense that I. Every load of lambs that goes off, I say thank you to them. They're going to make me. I get emotional because they, you know, is such a. It's such a profound communication connection with them, because I realise what they give, but I. I just want them to know, how grateful I I am to them because it's been the generation thing we honor the land you know that we we don't own the land it passes through you know it's passing to the next generation now but the beauty of the farming life in that respect is they know the land they know every little bit about it and they know the animals i mean you get to the state you can see a sheep walk across and go there's something wrong with that one just just you just know you get a feel and so yeah, I mean, it's, it, we hate, people I think think farmers have got no feelings or whatever, but we used to have um, suckler cows as well. They, they, we finished with them. The kids have taken over just on sheep at the moment, but they would be with us sometimes for 14, 15 years. Mm. And they'd have a calf every year and the calf would you know stay with their mum and then be weaned and then grow on and either go to another farmer for breeding or it would go for meat. And we would eat that meat. And we would go to the slaughterhouses. I've been to slaughterhouses. I've seen what's happened. I'm not going to be detached from it. Mm. I understand. It's part of the process. But that's my way of looking at it. And I know I'm so grateful that my husband is such a good farmer. Mm. He He's one who, he looks after his animals. And I know there are bad farmers out there. Absolutely. Okay. But that's the way I look at it. It's, it's, it's not at the hunter it going out and getting the you know going out hunting one animal like that but for me it's the same sort of principle in that i understand why they are here i understand what they give and i give gratitude for that because because of what they give up we live Mm -hmm. and we we can carry on and we eat them you know it's we. i know this, any vegans out there are probably going to shoot me but um there's been times in the especially early on we have a you know like a old-fashioned range with a cooler oven at the bottom and a hot oven and there's been something cooking up there and there's been one being warmed underneath you have know, been brought back to life and people look at you and go well, how can you do that but that's the cycle of life for us the the way that we we work And I think it's a really good question. I'm glad you've asked it. It's an awkward question at many times. But no, I've got no worries about what I do in the sense that as long as you do it, as I said, with integrity and authenticity and you know what you are doing and you step into it at every level, then you feel it, you know it. And that's the way it works.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you You're welcome for, for talking through that because yeah it is it is you know a, a tender obviously a tender topic for everybody, and I think just because people are trying to figure out who am I, who am mm-hmm. I in relationship to the rest of life? you know, and do I deserve to be alive you know do, should I even be killing plants to live but mm-hmm. that those questions again exclude oneself from. The harmony of all of life you know it's such it's going back again not malicious but it's going back into the ego where the ego is trying to figure out who's more important than who what's mm-hmm. worth what and it's just a very different way of going than coming to your heart and recognizing you know these the lives of these lambs individually and as a whole ha- are offering a gift yeah. for the sustenance of our family and beyond can i actually receive that love and that gift w- with understanding that this is how we function just i love how you said it you know this is how we function this is what we've built this is what our family does and to have the the grace to receive the gift that these animals are sharing simply by existing mm-hmm. i think is a beautiful way to walk in in grace and reverence and um and to mutually honor the lambs and also honor oneself,
1: you know. Mm, no, thank you. No, know, it's, I've, I've thought about it long and hard, you know, for many years yeah. thinking, you know, what is it? What is the relationship? What is the, and that's the path. That's, that's how I, I see it. Um, and <laughs> Yes, there are times when the sheep sees the gate open but runs into the fence instead of going through the gate. You do question your sanity and the sanity of the sheep, but you know that's all part of life's rich pattern with sheep.
0: We love drama, so we keep we keep sheep, right? Exactly, exactly.
1: No, it's it's they bring such joy as well. You know there's nothing like seeing lambs, you know, newborns running around the place and playing. And my daughter and I, you know, we name some of them, and people will think, Oh my god, and then we we rejoice when they die a natural death on the farm, you know, that they're that you think, Good on you, you know, yeah. you've done it, well done, you know, because you hate seeing them going off, you know, it's part of the process, but it's not to say it doesn't affect you. Yeah. I mean, goodness knows, but. You just have to accept, from our point of view, you know, where we are. That's what happens. But uh, yeah, they they bring such joy. They bring such happiness as well. Uh, The the things that go on. I mean, oh, the stories. I found out my kids. My daughter loves used to love to ride the cows. Okay, she'd just jump on the back and they would just pod her off. And so she knew which ones were all right to ride. And in the winter, they're in a big shed. And my son who was younger than her went in the shed and he jumped on one that was not any good to ride so then it was a rodeo act apparently (laughs) and he ended up in the shed I never knew anything about this I never knew a thing I mean it's just I'm so grateful that they can grow up in this environment Mm -hmm. you know that's the other side of it as well is they know about life and death they know about birth they know you know all of the stages of life and they're out in nature they Mm -hmm. see the interactions they understand what the weather does they they know the whole cycle of life Mm. there's so many things to be grateful in that respect as well thank you
0: so much um so we're coming close to an hour I want to ask you is there anything that you would like to say or share or ask before we wrap up
1: I just I really believe we can as a society but on the individual as each individual we can make a shift we can make a change I totally believe it's possible and it doesn't take much for it to happen I think as you said about opening up realizing who you are and stepping into that space Mm -hmm. and then just radiating that out that energy out of love and gratitude of breathing deep and being present, I just I feel we can make the sh- make the change for the better.
0: I love that, and I love to to give to people too. Like, hey, don't take my word for it, right? Go try, actually try, actually experience Go yourself, it. yeah, and really make you know make a commitment just to yourself that you're actually going to give yourself the experience of honoring yourself taking those breaths actually uh, feeling grateful for stuff Mm. for you know a half a day or a day like don't take our word for it just go go actually yeah yeah you know and and that's really i think one of the greatest ways that we can empower people is share the awareness, share the gifts, share the presence, and then set people free. You're going to go do what you're going to do, and you're going to be loved 100% the whole way. Okay. You know. And it, when you stop choosing to go against yourself, you're right back in your heart. And it, you know, it's just how it works. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as you said, don't take our word for it, go do it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. P- prove me wrong if you can yes
1: yes that's the challenge go prove me wrong yeah
0: <laughs> i love it
1: love it kathy thank you so much this is such a oh, wonderful thank you.
0: yeah you're brilliant i always love playing with you so thank you for
1: showing up oh thank you for asking me it's been such a joy we'll talk to you very soon okay take care
2: an open heart and say who you really are No need to find the way for this faith and grace But don't doubt it Trust the smile on my face You come to so